Welcome back to Ground Rule Triple Radio, episode number four. In this show, I interview Daniel Venn, author of the book Beyond Baseball, Rounding First. We'll talk about the nonprofit organization helping kids round first. And what they do is they use baseball and softball to give kids opportunity in Nicaragua, one of the poorest countries in our hemisphere. And even touch on the topic of performance-enhancing drugs in Latin America and Major League Baseball. I was talking to Marvin Bernard for the book and I asked him about this. Um, he said it's, he doesn't think it's that Latin American baseball players are using PEDs at a higher rate than any other demographic. It's that he thinks Latin American baseball players are getting caught at a higher rate. I hope you guys enjoy this very special episode. Welcome back to Ground Rule Triple Radio, everybody. This episode, which is number four, we have a very special guest, and I'll be introducing him in just a minute. I'm your host, Big D, and this week we'll be talking about uh, overseas baseball. Um, Our guest is Daniel Venn, author of Beyond Baseball, Helping Kids Round First, and uh, let him take the floor. Hey, D. Thanks for having me today. All right, so you just want to kind of explain what you were a part of at Nicaragua and just explain to the audience what the Helping Kids Around First, the organization and the nonprofit is all about. Absolutely. So in February of this year, I had the opportunity to go to Nicaragua with a nonprofit from South Dakota called Helping Kids Around First. And what they do is they use baseball and softball to give kids opportunity in Nicaragua, one of the poorest countries in our hemisphere. Um, so what they do is they collect donated baseball and softball gear from across the United States. They ship it to Nicaragua and then they fly down to the country and they distribute it to kids and villages all across the country. So we spent two weeks distributing thousands and thousands of pieces of baseball equipment to kids across the country. We also got to visit their farming projects which are helping farmers grow crops um, in the northern region of Nicaragua which is 102 degrees there every day. They haven't had rain in years and so they're helping farmers grow crops up there. They're also helping import hospital equipment for the hospitals in Nicaragua as well. So it's a really cool organization. Wow, that sounds really cool. So what are like the different kind of projects that, I mean, you mentioned baseball and softball, but I know you mentioned in the book that there are a lot of other things that helping kids round first is a part of. Well, the big one for me was seeing the farming projects in northern Nicaragua. It's been literally years since it's rained down there, and it's almost impossible to grow anything up there. And so what Helping Kids Round First is doing um, up in northern Nicaragua is they're putting in irrigation systems for the farmers. So they go in, they dig a well, and then they put in solar panels that pump the water from the well to the fields and then that helps the farmers um, water their crops and they also put fertilizer and hybrid seeds in for the farmers to help them grow crops and when we were there they had just just done their bean harvest and when they were doing traditional dry land farming without any water without any fertilizer they were getting one to two bags of beans each bag was about a hundred pounds so they're getting one to two bags of beans out of a field with the irrigation system and the fertilizer, they were getting over 25 bags of beans, which for the families in northern Nicaragua who are living on a dollar a day, I mean, that's thousands and thousands of pounds of food that they have that they wouldn't have otherwise. So that was really cool to be a part of. And also, within the next couple of days, it sounds like talking to the Craig Sieverts and the guy who runs it, they'll be shipping their first container of hospital equipment down to Nicaragua, which their healthcare systems are really poor and their hospitals are not very well equipped. So they're shipping um, high-quality United States healthcare equipment down to the hospitals. So that'll be really cool as well. Mm, that is really cool. So you had mentioned Greg Severson, or I hope I said his name right, but yep. you mentioned uh, Craig. Uh, can you just like uh, tell us how everything got started? Sure. Well, with Craig, I mean, 
he's an incredible man. He's in his 60s. He quit his job simply to become, uh, to run this nonprofit. And originally it was just him. Uh, he decided he had some extra baseball equipment. He had been to Nicaragua when he was younger and he'd seen the need in Nicaragua. And he decided he was going to fill a suitcase with baseball equipment and fly down to Nicaragua and hand it out. And so for a couple of years, he did that by himself, just flying down to Nicaragua, handing out gear to kids. And some of his friends started coming along for the trip. And now it's a full-fledged nonprofit shipping thousands of pounds of baseball equipment and softball equipment each year. So what Craig has done has been absolutely incredible. That is great. So, I mean, uh, what are, I mean, the one thing that was interesting to me after reading your book, which I highly recommend, is you mentioning PEDs in Nicaragua. And after we just got talked got done talking about PEDs over here in the States and MLB and the recent suspensions in our last episode. What are kind of the different challenges that Nicaraguan ballplayers have when it comes to PEDs? When you look at it statistically, um, over half of all suspensions by Major League Baseball have been given to Latin American baseball players when it comes to PEDs. So, you know, that was one thing I was interested in is, is why are Latin American baseball players failing drug tests at significantly higher rates than the represented Major League Baseball? And so that is one thing I looked into. Everth Cabrera from Nicaragua is kind of the big name Nicaraguan who's failed a drug test. Marvin Bernard as well um, admitted to using steroids after his career was over. Um, and talking to people in Nicaragua, kind of the answer I got was when you're coming from dollar a day poverty and baseball is one of the only ways you can get out of this country and make money, the temptation is always going to be there. You know, if you're given the choice between doing something you think is immoral, but if you do it, you'll be able to provide for your family or failing out of baseball and being sent back to Nicaragua where you don't have an education, you won't have a career. Um, there's a temptation to use PEDs. I was talking to Marvin Bernard for the book and I asked him about this. Um, he said it's, he doesn't think it's that Latin American baseball players are using PEDs at a higher rate than any other demographic. It's that he thinks Latin American baseball players are getting caught at a higher rate. And that could be due to a lot of different things, whether it's education, whether it's the, you know, it's, they're easy, more easily available in Latin America and they don't know how to cover it up. It's a lot of different things. So statistically, Latin American baseball players are getting caught more often. Does that mean they're using more often? I'm not sure, but it clearly is a problem in Latin America. Hmm. So what are your just your thoughts about the recent PED suspensions in MLB? Ooh, that's a big question. <laughs> I mean, obviously, as a baseball fan, I'm 100% against PEDs. I think even I, you know, I really like what they've done with the punishments. I remember... When I was growing up, it was a 10-game suspension, which was nothing. And now, you know, with the 80-game first suspension, it's it's. But clearly, players are still using it, and I'm, I would be all for stronger suspensions. Hmm. All right. Well, I haven't come up with any more questions here. So, is <laughs> there any any more that you would like to say about helping kids around first? Um, how people can uh, reach out to that that uh, organization and reach out to you? Sure. If anyone's interested in helping kids around first, they're always taking donations of used, gently used baseball or softball equipment. Um, you can look at them up at helpingkidsroundfirst.org, and I would highly recommend that. If you are interested in the book at all, Beyond Baseball Rounding First, which talks about the nonprofit Nicaraguan Baseball and some of the adventures we had traveling Nicaragua, you can find it on Amazon, Beyond Baseball Rounding First, or at danven.com, Venn like the Venn diagram, V-E-N-N. All right, and I really, I really recommend the book to anybody who's just loves the game. Even those who don't love the game, just uh, being able to know what helping kids run first is doing in Nicaragua. I mean, I really recommend it, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll be posting a book review on it on GroundRoofTriple.com. So, if you guys want to check that out, definitely go there. And so, I guess that's it then. 
Hey, thanks a lot, D. Hey, no problem. Thanks for coming on, Daniel. Have a good one. Thanks, you too. Oh, oh, in the street. Thanks for listening to this episode of Ground Rule Triple Radio. If you like our podcast or would like to comment on it, please leave a rating and or comments wherever you're listening, whether it be on iTunes, Google Play Music, or SoundCloud. Your feedback greatly helps us to make changes and improvements. Ground Rule Triple Radio is the official podcast of GroundRuleTriple.com. If you liked this content, be sure to check out our site. Once there, be sure to subscribe to be an MDP and receive weekly updates, not to mention some other goodies that we give away every little while. Lastly, don't forget to check out Daniel's site at danven.com. That's D-A-N-V-E-N-N.com. That's all from Ground Rule Triple Radio this week, everybody. See you next time.